as we kind of return in, we we see Artemis and Scylla run to the edge of this large stone bridge. And as they look over the side, I almost imagine like the camera coming over their backs and looking down, we just see the screaming form, the bellowing form of a minotaur as it starts uh, drifting down into the abyss below and Cephel not too far beyond it, perhaps with a smirk on his face, having taken the minotaur with him. And then farther beyond the dark form of your recent friend who thought he might be committing a noble act by running off the edge to aid Scylla uh, also disappears into the darkness and it takes a few moments but eventually Starcaller and Scylla no longer hear the cries of the Minotaur and it's just silent what do you guys do? Starcaller, we must hurry. I, My magic is... I can feel Cephal through my, my... my magic. You can... you can feel him, but he is... I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that's a long way down. He is almost certainly... I think she pauses, um... I, I suppose that could be true, but Cephal is also an, an insanely powerful arcane wizard. Mm, yes, no doubt he knows some sort of simple incantation to slow his fall. That seems very simple. Fair. Fair. Uh, over. Um, then but a moment, uh, and I'm going to walk over to the Minotaur, and I'm going to do a quick Lutzkies, just to, you know, just because... Just Okay, uh, you see that there is quite a large great axe there. Um, otherwise, you find like in a pouch hanging upon their waist is um, like a handful of large stones that perhaps they would have thrown. And then you see on the other side, as you kind of push around the body, that there is a sling. And as for anything else, you don't find anything. It's just the sling, the collection of rocks, and the great axe. Hmm. The last. Well, um, so there's no way but across, I suppose. If we were to find our cephalopod friend, we must start that way. Yes, I, I should perhaps clarify that my magic is more natural, and what I might be feeling is, or what I might be scenting, is Cephal, but his state, I won't, I can't know. Of course, of course, I may be able to lend a hand at, at some point, but I am thoroughly spent on the magical front, but I will do my best to uh, aid you in, in the search, so uh, come, let us, let us go uh, and, and tarry no more. Agreed. Okay, so Will, yeah. with my hunter's mark, Mm-hmm. It lasts an hour, mm-hmm. and I did it as he was falling, so it like pretty recent. Yep. Um, and I the question it's been like is a minute or two now. Okay, so the question is, 
would I be able to get a magical path down to my quarry? Uh, is that what the spell gives you? Or does it just give you kind of advantages to suss out where they are? Well, so the spell says... So I get what you're asking. The spell doesn't give, like, the thematic side, really. It just says you have advantage on wisdom perception Mm -hmm. or wisdom survival checks to find them. But, like, it doesn't tell you what that is, like, thematically. Like, is it, you know, is it, like, uh, your hunter's mark is literally, like, a magical, like, guide? Like a, you know, water divining rod? Like, Mm -hmm. I would I would say the way we have skinned it in this form of like it being your uh, almost innate senses heightening from your your (laughs) fish like abilities Mm -hmm. uh, and it pertaining to kind of scent. I think the problem that you face in this current position is, you know, that he's basically directly below you. Mm -hmm. And so I I almost picture it as like a scent trail to you and that is basically just coming straight up in a, in a line for you um, however you know and you guys can see across the the large chasm on the other side of the bridge is that there are a series of tunnels that go into the bedrock and so perhaps if you go that way and you get into that so it's not just a direct pointed down you might start to shift out a new way to get down that doesn't directly involve harming yourselves yeah. Um, unfortunately, Starcaller, I only know that we have to go down. I suggest we hurry. Uh, she'll start running across the bridge. Very well. Okay. Uh, and I'll give a chase. So you guys get to the other side, and you see that it's it's kind of like honeycombed and pocketed, all sorts of different tunnels that go in there. And as you approach Scylla, you see that, uh, or the scent starts to kind of change. It, it, at first, it was kind of drifting behind you, but now it's kind of wafting from one coming to the left-hand side of this kind of shelf-like area where you could enter any one of these numerous tunnels. And so I imagine, because you're trying to make such quick pace here, you just immediately shift to the left and you start booking it that way. And as you enter in, you feel yourself slowly beginning to descend downwards to the left and to the right. And, you know, if this were uh, kind of like a movie, we would just see this kind of montage of you descending, 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 and jumping into new tunnels, keeping up with each other, trying to at least very um, Lord of the Rings to, you know, where they're running across the fields. Uh, You guys are just booking it as fast as you can. About 30 minutes into this like just jumping down from crisscrossing tunnel to crisscrossing tunnel um, you feel like the scent is becoming stronger but you reach a point where the scent seems to be coming almost from straight below again and this gives you pause because the only way where you've currently reached that leads down just looks like a hole in the ground Cephalus below us. Yes, well, we, we, we know this, but uh, how do we how do we get there? Hmm. Do we have dynamite? 
Uh, no, I believe Safel had all the dynamite. Um, so there's just like a, a is this like a big hole in the ground here, Will? Yeah, so like, like you were coming along um, on kind of like a flat section of tunnel and then like a manhole-sized hole has appeared in the ground. And for Scylla, that's where like this scent is coming from. Um, both of you have dark vision? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm presuming the standard 60 feet. Yeah, actually, I think Dawn says actually has 120 feet. Yes. Um, so I might kind of just like, if she is willing, kind of just stick the head of the axe down into the hole and, and see if she can see anything. Yeah, absolutely. I imagine with the bond that you guys have been developing, it's almost uh, instantaneous. You're like, I cannot see that far. I need to see farther. And she's like, push, like, put me over the edge. Let me look. And so she stares down and she goes, it's about an 80 foot drop. But I oh. see what looks like a landing down below. So there's a an eighty foot drop down to a landing. Um, I have fifty foot of rope. Do you have any? Yes, I do. Harry, hand me your your end, and I'll tie them together. Right, very good. Uh, uh, make a survival check for me, Sam. Okay. Can I help see her how do that? Would you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See how good you guys tie these knots. Eighteen. Okay, great. So you think you've tied uh, a pretty darn strong knot between the two of them. What are you going to try to affix the the top to? Uh, is there any like slag tights or slagmites around? Make a perception check. Cool. I'll help. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm looking too. You got it, Andrew. <laughs> uh, that's a twelve. Okay. Uh, you see some, but they're mostly stalactites, and you don't think you could necessarily get a good enough knot that would hold it in place there. Uh, however, Scylla, you remember that you have pythons or pitons that yes. you could hammer in to secure the rope into the to the earth, allowing yourselves to to kind of climb down, making it a bit easier. That's the perfect stalagmite here. Uh, and I will begin to wrap the rope around it and tighten it in. Okay. Um, subtract one from your, your inventory of uh, pitons or however, write in people because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just because if you don't come back for this stuff, we got to remember that you've left it here. Uh, okay. And so I need athletics checks from the both of you to climb down this rope into this tunnel. Scylla, do you if, wish for me to go up ahead and, and look around before you descend, or shall we descend together? Um, I think it would be best if you were to go alone at first to look, and perhaps I can help you on the way down. Very good. Um, and yeah, I will actually take Dawn's edge and kind of like, like put her into like, not like a scabbard, really, but like a loop around my a belt loop. Yeah, a belt loop. Um. Um, please uh, keep keep a lookout around us as we descend. Um, but as I cannot let go of my rapier, I must uh, concede something. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of like wrap a leg around the rope and start to lower myself down with Sil's assistance. Yeah, I want to okay. help. I want to help Starcaller be lowered down, and then also hold help hold the rope steady. How are you going to help 
lower him down. So are you kind of like putting the rope around your waist and then like belaying him down? Or are you guys dropping the rope all the way down and he's just like free roping it down? Hand over hand kind of a thing. I mean, I think definitely free roping it, right? But I was just like imagining that in order to get onto the rope, like helping you there, where you're going to need like a... You, you've got a, a dagger in one hand, which... Starcaller, if you were to put that down, you could. this would probably be much easier. Uh, no, this is very important to my climbing process. I will be needing it. <laughs> should should I try that? Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Artemis will attempt to slow them down before any further questions are asked. <laughs> yeah, athletics check. Cool, cool. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, just for shits and gigs, can you roll me again? Sure. Uh, eight. Okay. You still pass. Uh, even even if I were to have given you disadvantage for, for the epic because it's a DC check five with rope. So, mm. so Sam, let's go ahead and have yours. Scylla gets out um, her small knife, holds it in one hand, and we'll begin to... Good God, okay. Uh, 26. Okay, give me another one. <laughs> uh... 23. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. You you don't manage to slip holding the knife at the same time or cut the rope accidentally as you're climbing down. <laughs> um, but you guys manage to descend the, the 80 feet and you can see the slack has like coiled up loosely at the bottom. However, however, one of the immediate things that you notice in this uh, space that you found yourselves in is where you had been before it seemed kind of like a natural uh space or like a magma tube that had opened up over time this one seems to have been ever so slightly touched up by some kind of miners at some point in time Mm. there are too many hard angles as you guys are following the scent trail along do you want to go ahead starcaller Yes, yes, I believe I do. Uh, and I'll pull my hood up. Um, and, Scylla, be careful. This stone has known the hands of some humanoids. We are not the first to tread here. We may not be alone. Hmm. Scary. Uh, <laughs> but then I'll put my, my Cloak of Elvenkind up, and I'll um, pull out Dawn's Edge, um, alight the blade, and begin to sneak. Okay, make a stealth check. It doesn't get better than a natural 20. So. Nice. Oh! nice. Nice, nice, nice. So that's a What's to- your total 30. 30? Holy Beautiful. Shit. <laughs> 31. Damn. You begin moving ahead, and about 50 feet ahead or so, you start, uh, you're still going in a downward angle, and you're noticing what look like disturbances on the ground of. Uh, individuals having passed through here through like the dust and uh, debris there's you know stones that look unnaturally moved um, compared to how everything else is kind of settled in shape and about 50 feet ahead as you go through to this bend that goes off to your to your right if we're looking from your point of view you see that there is an opening into a far larger space and you see uh, at the lip of this opening are a handful of pitons and ropes that descend over the lip. Uh, can I see anything like down into that larger area? 
Yep. Uh, you look out and make a perception check for me. Absolutely. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, there's actually a little bit more light out in this area. You see that you must now have finally reached the bottom of this ravine. You stand about 50 feet uh, from the actual bottom, and you see that there are handfuls of boulders. You actually see what looks like an odd pool of water that goes to uh, just kind of like what looks like a small cave opening of sorts. Um, However, you don't see anybody moving around down there. Okay. Um, does this at all, like, is this area large enough to, to be, like, the bottom of our bridge passage? Yes, you believe so. The The only the other thing that strikes you as odd is, like, your orientation has kind of shifted. Um, but you do believe that this, this is definitely the bottom. Uh, it, as you, like, look up, you can't quite see where that kind of bridge was, uh, but it feels like it got ever so slightly narrower down here at the bottom. Excellent. Uh, if I think this is if I hit the jackpot, then I am going to slide back to Ursula. Um I want to let her know what I found. Okay. Uh, when you approach, uh, are you doing so stealthily? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Scylla, um, and like slashes out with her knife. Stock collar. Literally, I'm like, I just left. You like? Well, you're just, you're very quiet. (laughs) Um, can I um, scent check? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. Uh, eighteen. Okay, you are right on the cusp of losing this trail, but you definitely feel like a large amount of the scent, and you would presume Safel is coming from down down that tunnel and from the direction that uh, Artemis has just come back from. So I, I think if, if you fail, I, I believe this is the bottom of our, our passage. We um, should hurry this way, but we are... We are not alone. Someone has put pythons in. I. There might be other activity about. Keep your wits about you. Do we think they are other climbers? From the bridge? Uh, Maybe? Anything is possible. Okay, but let's... it is a long way to fall. You said we're not. F- I do not want to slow down. I'm worried that I'm losing time. Well. Do as you, do as you see fit. It is. I will, um, I will be right behind you. Uh, yeah. Scylla will sprint in the direction her nose takes her. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stealthily fall behind. Okay. Uh, Scylla, you come upon the same uh, pythons and ropes that lead down below. And let me go ahead and share the map that you guys are looking at now. And so the ropes descend about 50 feet to the cavern floor. Uh, You feel like you see a larger mass somewhere out in the distance, but because it's it's hard and hazy to see exactly what it is. 
Scylla, your nose is immediately leading you down into the darkness just beyond your your vision on this floor. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a truly a dead sprint. Uh, she's like um, hunched over and like crouch running like you might think of like Sasquatch doing. Uh, and she's just like, <laughs> her arms are out and she's like taking deep breaths with her nose and like whipping her head around as she catches a new trail. Mm. Um, and I'll sprint forward to... This has to be for Artemis, who's probably seen some some stuff, a really almost unsettling vis- vision, vision to see Scylla a aquatically adapted individual with like these fins and gills and various odd features to you personally get down and start running in this very predatory way while also being heavily armored and armed (laughs) like what what is artemis seeing as this totally almost feral demeanor comes over scylla yeah, and like she's like, we have to go, and so it starts like doing this like crazy crawl sprint, yeah. like going full beast mode. And Armor just like puts his hood up and like slides into the shadows and like <laughs> makes his way along. Like, I am very glad she's on my side because uh, it's <laughs> yeah, she's a a shark lady wearing black pearl armor, crouch running through a cave after a squid. None of this ah, makes sense, and I love so it, but also, she's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. More, Scylla, Scylla is best viewed at a, at a metaphorical distance, because the closer you think about her, the more like, oh, god, oh, oh my. So bad. She's very scary. Yeah. Tritons, man, not to be messed with. <laughs> uh, Scylla, do you descend down the ropes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, make an athletics check real quick. Uh nine okay you you make it i imagine you like you kind of like slide off the edge you just grab the rope real quick and it's almost like one-handed just rope burn on the hands going down and then you manage to catch yourself as you come down to the bottom uh hitting into this like quick uh crouch and you do you continue running after the scent yeah as soon as she lands it's a big and then she's off and running again (laughs) Okay. You smell it split. Mm. The larger amount goes off into the middle, and if that's what you're following, or are you following the lesser trail? Um, I would follow the bigger trail for sure. Okay. As you follow the bigger, bigger one, you come up on the body of the minotaur who is smashed absolutely destroyed limbs have been blown off from the impact blood and viscera everywhere and you see that while there's enough here for it you see that there are bits of this purplish purplish gray flesh as well with lots of uh darker almost violet looking like blood coming from a a pool in another spot not too far away oh yeah she uh she'll head over to that purple goo Mm -hmm. she's gonna stick her hand in it get all covered and then she's gonna hold up her face and do a long lick from the bottom of her palm up to the tip of her finger 
She's, a little she's bit of calamari up in this. Yeah. Uh, I can't recall another time of you doing this to yeah, Safel, right. but it's enough as the hunter's mark fades for you to go, this is definitely their blood and something right. like Safel hit. He hit bottom hard, but you don't see the body. Starcaller, I so imagine hard. you come down a moment later <laughs> and you catch up to all this. Yep. Sliding along, moving from rock to rock. Do, uh, you, yeah, I th- do you see him, Scylla? He says from a respectful, non-stoppable distance. <laughs> I, I think she's like, it looks as though Safel. Well, Starcaller, if you had fallen this far, would you have been turned into a puddle of goo? Sorry, I mean, metaphorically, yes, but... No, the the bones and viscera would remain. You would not pulpify in any total sense. Hmm. Uh, she like thanks her. Uh, I would like to get down on all fours and like get my nose right up to the ground and sniff uh, you, and try to see you if I can. Do you have to do it just like that? Just asking. Do you? D- I'm I'm sorry. I can't listen when I'm smelling. She's <laughs> going to um, do do another big whiff. Gets those those big beady shark eyes like a dove's eyes, uh, and she like whips back and says that, and she looks more you know monstrous in this brief moment. Um, you pick up that that lesser scent that leads towards the the same wall that you had just descended down. This way, Starcaller, uh, and she'll start sprinting again. <laughs> Well, you don't have to sprint far because it leads you to what appears to be writing in that same kind of purplish blood on the wall. Hmm. What does it say, Papa? What does it say? <laughs> Brendan? Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of frenzied child finger paint looking scrawl across the wall that says S crew something truly dire has happened continuing the path with you now would only serve to harm you and I cannot bring any more suffering to the people I care for I wish I could explain but I need to first gain understanding of my own Starcaller, you must protect more than just your front. The nastiest of foes will not be courteous enough to let you stumble upon them. Scylla, you are strong and you are smart. Keep Artemis alive. (laughs) Stay the course. I will find you when it's safe. And then there is a smaller, almost begrudging smear on the bottom signed the magicutioner ah shit (laughs) starcaller he's left us I don't understand I don't understand how he could have survived that unless 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 he has magics that he did not let us know I mean he was always 
uh, seemingly discovering new things about himself. I fascinating, but I I suppose and, and um he looks directly at you. So I I suppose if he has gone somewhere we cannot go, we we must stick to our plan because. Frankly, he is a lot smarter than we are, and that decision he has made, I, I do not know how to reprimand him, and in our current state, I don't know if we could properly pursue. Uh, have you... Are we certain that this is... It seem It feels wrong. You think it was written by another hand than his? You knew him longer. No, the message seems... like him. Someone who had taken over and... Why would they leave a note? I guess what I'm saying is... Even if he did leave this note, it feels wrong. Mm. You mean to pursue him, then? I don't know. Can I, uh, can I get a whiff? Make a survival check. Your hunter's mark is passed, so don't include the bonuses in that. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, eight. You... You look around for a while, trying to follow your nose for any signs or clues as to Safel's whereabouts, but you don't, you don't pick up on anything. It may be taken out of our hands. I'm not certain where he would be. Um, can I go back to the Minotaur's body and... Yeah. Artemis. Yes. What if we... I can't do anything with it now, but I'm wondering if we were to take some of his essence with us. Might help us find him later. Very well. Uh, And Artemis will take one of his empty health potion bottles and um, fill it with cephalopod ooze. Okay. You you bottle up some of his, his blood. His purple blood. Blood! Um, and Get the blade, Sir William. Do we see um, Ivan anywhere down here? Weird. Make a perception check. I mean, I would help if you were going to say that out loud. I'd be like, "Oh, we should look." That's right. Oh, yeah, the room. other guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's an eleven. You don't see Ivan. However, you do find uh, a little bit to the northeast of you is another larger pool of blood. And you can see coming from it the smears of what looks like hand and hoof prints that look like someone trying to get up and then they perhaps stumbled and then they disappear those marks interesting it seems that not only one but two might have survived this fall after all 
Hmm. Fascinating. If Safal has decided to go his own way for our benefit, I wonder... It seems... To me, that seems like... He's dangerous now. Was he not always? Not to me. Because I, I could mean, kill him in a second. <laughs> she goes, hey, I always look a little squishy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe he mentioned a while ago hearing a hearing a call from something he did not understand. Oh, that's right. Perhaps, perhaps he has succumbed to that call and he is less discerning in his tastes than he was in our company. But still with enough handle on himself to know that that is a problem. Hmm. Hope the egg's okay. You find what looks like a large runny egg yolk on the cavern floor. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if I could just say that it is very frustrating to have been in the possession of not one, not two, but three eggs and to not have any of them. That's shit luck. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you, dude. (laughs) Out of my hands, I don't... I'm just reading out of a book. I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. <laughs> the dock uh, is a strange call, place. Call strange wizards place. of the coast? I don't know. That's weird. Call, uh, is this call your mom? What? <laughs> call your therapist and yeah. sign and get a new appointment. Okay, cool. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, is there any, like this? Is this a pool of water over to the east here, Will? It is actually, in fact, and it seems to kind of leak out from this uh, this cavern opening, kind of here at the end. And uh, why don't both of you make me new perception checks? Hell yeah! You know I'm gonna dive in that water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one way to deal with it. What'd you get, Andrew? Uh, I got six. Six? Okay. Scylla? (laughs) I got a five. Okay. Uh, Scylla, yeah, you run and you, like, dive into this thing, and it's it's a puddle. You immediately, (laughs) like, hear your armor (laughs) scratch. You kind of scuff your chin up a bit. Um, But as you kind of, like, splash down in here and you're like, oh. uh, Damn it. It's not that deep. Oops. Uh, you you look up and you both notice two different things. Scylla, you notice weirdly on the fringes of this cave-like opening are what look like carved reliefs of sorts that seem to follow farther inward. And there seems to be kind of like this clear, like, material inset within that kind of relief space. Artemis, you hear what sounds like the kicking of a stone from up above, coming from where you had 
descended those ropes down to here. I'll, I'll look back and see if there's anyone uh, ascending or descending. Uh, you see what looks like a small figure standing at that kind of cavern opening. And this smaller figure seems to be looking down at you all. What does this small figure then do? Uh, this small figure, uh, not realizing that they've been had, sort of puffs themselves up and tries to make their shadow look larger from from down the cavern. Um... <clears throat> I've got you surrounded. <laughs> I suggest you lay down your arms. How does one lay down their arms? Who are you? I, I, I mean your weapons. That's hmm. that's a hard no from me. I would not like to do that. God damn it! It's supposed to go easier. God dang <laughs> it! Lay, lay down. Hey, you lay down your arms. Uh, hang yes. on. Son of a bitch. And he, you see, <laughs> descending from the ledge, uh, this very disgruntled uh, deep gnome, um, about three foot five in stature, uh, salt and pepper hair that is tied back in a like medium ponytail, uh, wearing, you know, very like scrounged together uh, leathers with a, a longbow over his back and a like utility belt sort of strapped across uh, like sash like where he has um, different uh, bits of tools and you see a couple uh, deep blue looking stones in there and he descends the rope down and lands on the ground nearby you uh, hello. Uh, Scylla will definitely pull out her, uh, her sword and hold it aloft. Whoa, 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 that's, you're a bit taller. Um, I, I don't think I got much on you. We can, we can put that aside. Yeah, how tall is Scylla again? Have we uh, ever explicitly said? Um, we have not, but she is six foot. Oh so six foot, this yeah, he's like very alien-looking creature covered in gore, uh huh, and water, brackish-looking water. <laughs> okay, you are a uh, <clears throat> forgive me, you are a terrifying person. Uh, I think her head like cocks at that, and you are not. No, no, that is um. Not my specialty. Uh, Hester Stonetooth at your service, madam. You you do have the privilege of addressing a lady uh, over there. Um, so, Mister Stonetooth. Oh, I, I was going to say you don't look much like one, but <laughs> no, no, uh, looks are deceiving. One should never presume, but no, I I do use he him pronouns. But what are you doing here? I could ask the same thing. You could. And he just stares back at you. 
I did see we see, are at an impasse. <laughs> did you see a squid humanoid fall to the ground? And then did you harm him? A squid? Hum- are... No. No, there's blood down here, though. Did you fight something? Well, <laughs> it looks back at the minotaur body. <laughs> it's gone. Oh, Jesus. Yes, we, Whoever we that did have is. A, Altercation <laughs> earlier, but uh, what do you know of these parts? And what part do you play? Uh, I am on a recon expedition on behalf of the city of Bligdenstone. Bligdenstone. Well, that is. That's uh, what I said. Lands over at Scylla. Somewhat convenient. I think Scylla still has her sword pointed, but I want to flank um, Hester so that he's between us. You start moving around in a slow circle. What can you tell us of Flickenstone? We'd be most curious to hear. (laughs) Is is this a shakedown? I don't know what's... alone. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That is potentially accurate. And uh, surrounded. Do I get a vibe that I'm about to get jumped? <laughs> Certainly. I mean, make an insight check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Uh, what's the vibe y'all giving off? We merely want to talk, but forgive... Me and my friend here for a little brusque. It has been a long day. I mean, that's totally fair, but if I could be so rude, it is two against one. I I don't think you are the people in this situation that need to be intimidated or aggressive. Very well. We'll let the dice decide who asked the next question. And I'll pull out my <laughs> six-sided dice. Okay. <laughs> oh. Alright. If I roll higher, I will ask the next question. If you roll higher, you will ask the next question. Seems fair. <laughs> Odd, but fair. Could, yeah. could, we, could we get a fish lady to put the sword down? I have no power to persuade her on that score. You'll have to do your own research. Scylla is my name. Scylla. An Artemis is mine. You don't look like an Artemis. You may call me Starcaller. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Much better. Alright. Roll your dice. Uh... It's a six. Oh. <laughs> I, don't think I attuned to the charlatan's die. Nice. Nice, nice. Nice. Okay. Very well. Uh, as I have rolled a measly three, I suppose you are due your question. What sort of expedition are you on? Uh, I am looking for a missing... A mining expedition that went out in the last couple weeks prior. 
They had some important equipment that some interested parties might be uh, happy to get back. Very well. Then what is your question, Mr. Stone Tooth? Why are you so interested in Bligdenstone? Uh, Artemis will, will glance again at, at Scylla and then we are actually seeking Bligdenstone. We set out from Dincairn some days ago and we have um, found little safe harbor after that enlightened citadel and we sought to make our way to Bligdenstone and um, asked some enlightened minds, what exactly is going on that we have met fiendish influence around nigh every corner here in this underdark? You can certainly try. The, um, the people of Bligdenstone are far and few between, and they have plenty of their own concerns right now besides this Fiendish stuff you're talking about? Yes. Uh, these fiends don't um, wait for you to make them a concern. There are forces now at play that seek to rot the very core of this place. Well, I think Scylla's put her uh, sword down but it's not away and she's approached like closer to behind Hester and she says have you heard of Dagon have I heard of Dagon uh no <laughs> uh no what is that a pet mm. or something I hope not um well perhaps Artemis could describe it better but Yes, it's... Dagon is... Being so old and so foul that when the other demons rent their way into the abyss, he was already there, slithering like so many discordant eels upon the surface of the water. That was a beautifi beautifully terrifying uh, <laughs> description. Are you a poet of some sort? No, I have just seen far too many of their ilk here. We are on something of an expedition ourselves, in fact, to rid these cavernous halls of the dread influence of demons and those that held the, that are held in their sway. Okay. Do I have another question? Surely. We are friendly, are we not? I don't know. <laughs> uh... But if you are, in fact, heading in the direction of Bligdenstone, you're a far ways down. We were up there, she points up. Why the uh, change in elevation? Artemis points to the dead, like, crushed body of the Minotaur. He did not fall alone. But it seems the, uh, oh. so, the squid please. that we asked you about was a friend 
who landed, and now we do not know where they are. Oh. And if you have been in the area, you are either suspicious or potentially helpful. Well, that's fair. I'm, uh, looks back up. Sorry to hear about your friend. <laughs> I know, uh, <clears throat> loss is a difficult thing to deal with, and, and we like to create, uh, potential realities that make us feel better. Artemis, like, kind of rolls his eyes and then points at, like, the blood smeared, like, writing on the wall. Oh, no, we are quite sure he survived his encounter with the gravitational forces. Hmm. Ironic, though, that is. That is true. I I don't understand the irony. This, this is an in-joke. Okay. Have you implied that we are hoping that they are alive? Well, Not mean, that they are? I mean, I I would feel like anybody would be. I, I don't know how anybody could survive a fall from... I can't even see where they fell from. Do you hope to stay alive? <laughs> Ma'am, I would... I would... Yes, I would like to do that. Hmm. Excellent. Then perhaps we could be useful to one another. I believe that would be in amiable uh, turn of this encounter sure what are you, what are you hoping to gain from me we Blink may have oh sorry Silla. definitely Blakedenstone but I can understand why you not might not want to take us there yet but Starcaller and I have seen things related to, I think, your mining crew, perhaps. Interesting. I do think... If we are to make this a truly amiable situation... I'll give you this. You help me find... This mining crew I'm looking for... And I will take you to Blignanstone. If we find these people, or some proof of their whereabouts, I think we would all ingratiate ourselves to the, uh, to the leaders there. Which only serves to benefit us all. So you help me, I take you there. Or you can go on your own and it'll take twice the time and you can try not to get lost. This suits my purposes. Scylla, does it suit yours? Do you know other places in the Underdark? Or is it just Blagdenstone? Uh, I mean, I've traveled some. Uh, but it's mostly Blagdenstone. At least in recent history. Alright, you're helpful for now. Agreed. You are. <laughs> I love how blunt silly and intimidating as all hell. You want to stay alive? I guess you're useful. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Yeah. Artemis puts Donzez back on his belt and uh, holds out a, a furred hand. Uh, 
Nestor, uh, Hester, rather, uh, Hawk's big loogie spits in his hand and without even waiting for a reaction just grabs Starcallers. That is truly foul. And he shakes. (laughs) (laughs) Very well, then. Uh, Before we seek this uh, mining company, I do believe Syl and I could use a rest. I have no idea what time of day or night it is. Not that has any relevancy here, but... Sure. We yeah, do what you gotta do. Take a nap. I don't... I'll wait, I guess. Threaten my life and then say you need to sleep. <laughs> when you put it like that... <laughs> Fucking weirdos down here, Jesus. <laughs> Got a fish and a lion. What the hell? <laughs> I'm confident that he could not kill us in our sleep. I agree. We should still... Well... Dawn's Edge can watch. Perfect. Um, yeah, we'll make a little camp in like one of the little niches in here, um, just along the cave wall. If this water gets deeper, I will sleep in it. <laughs> um, you, you see that it disappears, kind of up a, uh, um, into this tunnel, and it goes up a upward slope. And it seems to continue to kind of fall down slowly from there. Um, but as you got closer, Scylla, you notice that those kind of like odd reliefs within that kind of opening as you were kind of splashing around in the water, walking about it. As you get closer, they start to glow with this kind of faint blue as you get closer to them. Like, um, Ferez, like the crystals, or... Um, not like Ferez per se, but as you get closer and you see more and more of what looks like this line-like relief carved into the cave wall, as you come into it, more and more of it starts to kind of illuminate in the soft blue light, make just a straight-up intelligence check. Let's see. I know you got, like, all the bonuses there, like an easy plus eight. Six. Six. It takes you a really hard moment, and you're like, this is extremely odd. It's kind of reminiscent of the corals back home, Mm -hmm. and even some of the bioluminescent fungi that you have encountered throughout the Underdark. Uh, And it does appear to be of, like, some kind of crystal pressed into these kind of these lines and you see it's on the other side as well and they make kind of like these wave and odd circular patterns but they continue to go up this this slope and you can see inside that this cave appears to have been kind of carved out and it's much larger inside than you would have thought easily occupying you know a minotaur or something even bigger And as you kind of like turn away, uh, perhaps to go back and rest, it hits you that you've heard of this before. Whether or not you've seen it before, I'll let you decide. Mm -hmm. But this phenomenon is extremely like the descriptions of Naute or Nautai architecture that you encountered far, far below in the deep lake. 
Mm. Yeah, um, she's definitely, I think she's definitely encountered it before, just probably not in like as big of a patch. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Scylla will um, like crawl back out and approach um, Starcaller off to the side. Um, Starcaller. Yeah, yes, sir. There's, there's something that I recognize in that tunnel there. It glows when you approach it. It is incredibly rare. There was an, there was an early group of my people called the Naute, and I believe it is their architecture. The, the Naute. What? What sort of beings were they? Triton. Oh. Like a powerful self, just Triton. Ancient. Arcane. Oh. Very good. I'm I'm hesitant to go in there now, but after our rest, I think we should investigate before we leave. Sounds good. And then he lowers his voice. It might be a a good chance to feel out the capabilities of our new friend as well. Yes, some light hazing. <laughs> More of like a road test, but yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so you guys are going to try to make camp down here. Cue yeah. yourselves up a yeah. little bit. Okay. For sure. Um, our new friend, as you see these guys kind of setting themselves up, are you doing the same? Are you getting in close and chummy? You you feel like knowing from tracks and kind of I think you have like a pretty high situational awareness. Mm-hmm. The the tracks that you have been following lead towards that cave. Yeah. Do you think you're hanging out with them before you proceed further or do you investigate on your own? Uh, I do think he investigates a little bit on his own just to get a scope of what might be up there. Um, I don't think he'll go too far in. Okay. Um, you, you start making your way over there. Are you trying to be secretive, uh, from the others or are you just kind of brazenly walking up that way? Uh, I think he is... I don't think he's necessarily trying to hide from them. Um, But he is sort of getting down and sticking to the shadows just in case there's anything up there and sort of uh, getting close up to the stone, allowing himself to blend a bit. Okay. Uh, Make a stealth check. Okay. Yeah, are you waiting until we're asleep? Uh, I would say I wait until you're settled. Um, okay. but... Okay, uh... Dirty 20. Okay. What's y'all's passive perceptions? I don't think anybody has higher than a 20. Definitely, Definitely not. not. Like okay. 14 or so. 
So as they're kind of getting themselves situated, you make your way up to the cave entrance and you see these these thin kind of reliefs of long lines and swirling patterns. As you get the closest section of crystal that you come up to starts to kind of dimly illuminate to a little bit brighter and it follows you. It doesn't keep illuminated, but it's almost like a, a dot in these reliefs follows your movement going through all the different patterns as you kind of go forward and this path starts to go up and you can see a small stream of water this whole way that kind of bends in this path and as you're going up make a perception check for me okay uh 18 okay you hear what sounds like the soft lapping of water on stone of deeper water on stone coming from up above you if you were to continue up this path you feel like you'd come to some kind of open deeper water and you also smell very faintly old like campfire smoke probably Hmm. hours old that that smell very much lingers though in this cavern okay do i see any of this architecture um, around. Do you continue forward until you, you know, like as you can see, it starts to get wider up towards the top of this mm-hmm. kind of uh, tunnel. Do you, do you go all the way up that way? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, let's move you to a new map then. Oh boy. Uh, I just have a generic, unfortunate deep gnome token for you kind of towards the base. You make your way up to about here, uh, which is about, oh gosh, uh, you make your way about 95 feet up and then it starts to kind of plateau out and you see this much larger cavern. It is about 115 feet wide at its largest, you reckon, and from where you're standing to the far back where it kind of closes in on itself is about... Uh, almost another hundred feet from your direction and you see a large pool of water that kind of disappears towards the back you see what looks like a small campfire and some rocks that pulled around you see some bags and some ropes and grappling hooks and then you see the small armored form prone form of a deep gnome near Uh, two of them, one to the left and one to the right of this little stream that kind of laps from over the stone edge and continues down the path. The weirdest thing that you notice is sticking up from out of this watery pool looks like a massive sword. It's probably from the part of the blade that you can see to the hilt it's gotta be six feet long. The cross guard is uh, about two and a half feet on its own and it's severely rusted. But you recognize the material uh, is almost this like Damascus pattern of green and purples, which you would leave you to believe the materials, and you would know this because of your, your background as a deep known, that this is this very large sword is made out of a combination of adamantine and mithril. 
Oh boy. But whatever could possibly wield this must have been huge. Yeah. I see, I'm not gonna get into this cavern. You said I see the bodies of two deep gnomes? You see two prone, like fully laid on the ground, kind of sprawled out. You see what looks like old, like splashed up water on the edges, kind of where their bodies are. You know that there were six deep gnome that went on this expedition. You only see the two near the water's edge. I just want to investigate the bodies. Okay. Just very quickly. Sure. Roll an and, investigation check. Okay. Oh, I'm not good at that no more. <laughs> I'm dumb now. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> for, for a total of four. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm. This idiot's still a slash got... person in the party. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow. Jeez, and the hazing. Hazing's taking care of itself, guys. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, do you do you proceed closer to the bodies? Yes. Or were you yeah, just no, trying I to from, like, where you No, were? I am getting up close to them, like, quietly and, and softly just to, like, try to see if I can identify them. Like, do I know of these people? Um... Uh, you don't know any of these people in particular. Okay. You, you weren't necessarily buddies with anybody on this expedition. Sure. You did manage to get a description of the head of this expedition, uh, Corton. Yeah. And he is not one of either of these bodies. Okay. Uh, do they have any important gear on them any any arrows any potions any whatever you don't notice anything other than by their packs um which are over here is kind of standard mining equipment okay. uh maddox picks shovels all that kind of stuff these guys don't seem to be wearing anything spectacular the other thing you notice as you look over towards the water where these guys were kind of facing is that in through these kind of clear dark waters, you can see what looks like a truly massive skeleton beneath the edge of this sword that sticks up through the water. And you see what looks like something dark gray with some kind of central yellow like eye coming towards the water's edge and you nope 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 i'm going to dash back down the tunnel okay you start dashing back down the tunnel and you hear this splash and then a moment later as the water kind of like you hear clank, clank, clank. It sounds like steel, like steel rasping on stone. And then you hear what sounds like the scraping of it as like something's being dragged and then like another splash of water. I look back, am I being pursued? 
You look back and you see what looks like this large, chunky metal form kind of like splashing at this water's edge, kind of like swiping at whatever this like one-eyed illuminated head is. And then you see the hands lock onto the head and then just twist it like it's snapping its neck. And then it throws off a helmet and you see a deep gnome within it just like, (gasps) Bill! And that's where we'll leave it today. Well, boy, howdy, how about the end of that episode? That was a good one. And I'm not just saying that at the end of every episode. But I am here um, with more news. Yes, this is another update for our outro. We've got a couple great things going on. Um, The first of which is uh, we're going to be launching our first sanity check, um, which is a new segment we're going to do every couple months to just update all of our listeners about the great things that we have going on. So kind of like an outro, but it's going to have the whole cast and we'll be talking about all the different things in the pipeline that we're working on for the podcast. The first one of those is going to come out in April of 2023. The other thing that we're doing that is super fun is I'm actually running a one shot with the gang. Uh, it's a little bit of a mini adventure. We've already recorded two episodes. We suspect there'll be six, although it depends on how they go through the story. Um, so we'll be posting the first of those here pretty shortly as well. Uh, And then lastly, I just want to remind everybody about our socials. We've got um, memes dropping every Monday over on Twitter at The Madness Table. We've got an Instagram page um, that you can catch us on as well. And Will has been dropping some banger TikToks, so you can find us at The Madness Table over there as well. Uh, And I guess the last thing I'll mention is if you're interested in supporting us, if you're loving the show and want to toss a coin to your witchers, that's us. It's going to be ko-fi.com slash The Madness Table. And that's it. Until next time when... The Madness can